Hey Criers, I'm Sarah Ann. I'm Haley. And I'm Rachel. And we are here to prove to you that there is crying in baseball. Hey girls, how was your week? Hi. Hi. Uh, my week was pretty good. Uh, just, you know, another normal week. Had a little break from baseball, which I think we all kind of needed that mental break and got to do some things after work besides sit and watch the Cardinals get their butts kicked. Um, so that was nice. I got invited to a little birthday shindig for one of my coworkers um, this weekend. They're all a lot younger than me, so I was surprised that I got an invite to hang out with the young cool kids. But we did like a little wine and paint night at her house, and Aww. it was really fun. We had different movies on and Gilmore Girls and painted some things and just kind of had charcuterie and all that kind Ooh, of stuff. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. It was good to to see the girls outside of work and kind of just get out. I don't really get out that much, so <laughs> same. Yeah, yeah, it was very same. very nice. Uh, how was your week, Rach? Oh, good. Uh, my week was pretty good, honestly. Not really too much to talk about. It's we've been really really busy at work, so I've been doing that. We're about to take off work for obviously the wedding coming up and the honeymoon. So I'm trying to work as much as I can now. So that's pretty much just doing that and last minute or excuse me, last minute wedding planning stuff is pretty much all I've been doing. So yeah, I do. Can we talk about sauna etiquette for a minute though? So I, I have, <laughs> yes. I'm, okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have gotten back into the gym recently. And so like when I go to the gym, like I'm not playing around, like I am not going there to look mm-hmm. cute. Like I go, I'm going there to work hard, you know? So I go and I work out really hard and like, don't come near me. Don't talk to me. But so there's a sauna there and it is my favorite thing in the entire world. Like I love to just go and sit in the sauna after my workout. That's where I go and like decompress. And Mm -hmm. it really just helps me like take a moment and kind of use it as like a meditation type thing. And there is always someone in there that ruins it every single time. Like there's always someone in there that is listening (laughs) to just like really loud, loud, terrible music. And it's like, do you not realize that it is blasting out through your headphones? Like, I mean, today, so today it was a little bit busier than normal. Um, It's a Sunday, Mm -hmm. so that's probably why. But there were two people that were in there and they were having a conversation with each other and they were kind of sitting across the sauna from each other, but they had their headphones on still. And so they're literal, they are yelling at each other across the room with their headphones still on. And it's like, I don't know if they're socially aware of what is happening, but it was like, so I wanted to kill them. (laughs) And so it's like, my sauna time is ruined and that's my one peaceful Uh time. So just, guys, don't do that. Just be quiet, you know, I just want a peaceful time and it just really gets under my skin, but. Honestly, I think we could start a separate podcast about things at the gym that bother us because no I have kidding. such a long list, but <laughs> I, I like to do that in the sauna too. And I'm afraid that I, I ruin certain people's experience because I like to take a book into the sauna and read. And okay. if I'm the only one in there, I turn the light on and I think people that come in behind me don't like that the light's on, but it's still not terribly bright. But I have people that come in with their music blasting too, or they like talk to each other and I'm like, do you not get what this is for? But the one that drives me the craziest is there's this lady who comes in the sauna all the time. And we always happen to be like at the gym at the same time together. And she'll walk in and she just goes, oh, mercy. Oh, my. Oh, mercy. Oh, no. Oh, my. 
and just makes comments like that the whole time. The whole time. She like lines the bench with (laughs) paper towels, lays down, adjusts herself, and just constantly like every 10 seconds. Oh, mercy. Oh, Oh, mercy. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I am trying to relax. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. Well, it's so funny. It's so hard for me. I have RBF really badly anyway. Mm -hmm. And so like when I'm actually annoyed, I cannot hide it off of my face. And so it's like I'm like staring daggers at these people and I'm trying so hard not to because people are crazy. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am so angry right now. There was a guy a few days ago. There was a guy in there. And so it's got like two levels. You know, there's like a bench Mm -hmm. at the back that you can sit on kind of at the top. And so there was a guy sitting kind of behind me. And he kept shaking his knee up and down oh my so gosh. fast. And it was uh, no. vibrating our whole entire bench. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God, I am going to rip this guy's leg off. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> See, I'm thankful I'm ours through, is but... <laughs> uh, ours is separate. So there's one in the women's locker room and one in the men's locker room. So Oh, that's good. We're not, yeah, we're we not shared. Yeah. We have two. There's a dry sauna and a what a steam, steam oh, room. Right, say, right. A, sauna, a steam room. Yeah. So I typically just go in the dry one. But yeah, it's yeah. there's always men in there and they always ruin it. <laughs> always. I've never been in a sauna before, but I've wanted oh, to girl, try yeah. do it. It is life changing. So nice. mm-hmm. It is okay, life changing. I, 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 I usually go for like fifteen minutes, maybe twenty. Yeah. But yeah. it's wonderful. So definitely okay. recommend it. For sure. Yeah. 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 Super fun. <laughs> How was your week, Haley? It was good. I'm finally back home. Um, I've been gone for like 12 days. Oh my, goodness. oh my gosh. But this past week I was in St. Louis for most of the week. I went to the Cardinal game on Friday where I got to watch two and a half innings. Uh, super fun. <sighs> then it, I saw Lars Newbar home run, but then That's I good. saw a lot of rain and lightning. So uh, not super exciting. Then, so yesterday was Saturday, and I was on my way from St. Louis to Memphis to go to the Redbirds <laughs> game. And what do I find out? Literally, <laughs> as I'm about to get in the car to leave St. Louis I think to go to we Memphis, know. <laughs> I think we know that James Nail is going from Memphis of to St. Louis. <laughs> I was like, "You have literally <laughs> got to be kidding me!" At this, these are my fourth and fifth Memphis Redbirds games of the year. And I've been to two Cardinal games and I am one for five with Memphis and own two <laughs> with St. Oh Louis. And so Rachel, when we saw him, he literally says, well, that was last week, the one game. He's like, you found me. I've been dodging you. And now I'm like, James. He's been successfully dodging I'm like, you. It's working. Are you actually Still. dodging me? Like at first I, I thought I it guess, was a joke. I think so. I thought he no. was kidding. But now I'm like, no, I think he was wait serious. a minute. Is this for real? Do you think maybe he has like a protective order against you or something? Like, like <laughs> this is a bigger force in power. Every <laughs> <laughs> so her socials and say, "Oh, she's going to Memphis. We got to send him. To we got to get him out of here. Get him out." I didn't even share that I was going until it was already a thing. Uh, but now I'm like, I'm about to tell him, "Hey, by the way, I'm gonna be there in a couple weeks again. So just so you know, you're gonna be in St. Louis in two weeks. So get ready. Yeah, just get ready. Just be prepared." Yeah, gonna be back. Oh my gosh! What if? Wouldn't it be? I mean, not funny, but like, (laughs) wouldn't it just be tragic if like it happened again? But like, he went to Springfield or something. (laughs) Even further, you said not funny. (laughs) It's like not funny for him, but (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Like, actually, we're sending him back to Springfield. We need to get him further away from her. Oh gosh! Oh Oh, my gosh! That is funny. I'm so sorry, Haley. If that happens again. 
I'm probably gonna just like cry, laugh. Because it, like how how has yeah. this happened so many times? I just cannot I understand. Um oh, so James, if you're listening, please stop dodging me. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. I'm driven. I'm gonna count how many miles I've driven going to a game hoping to see him that he hasn't been at. <laughs> yeah. It's a oh. lot. It's a lot. Um That's dedication. I know. And here I, I'm gonna do it in two weeks, so we'll see how that goes. No, but the game was the games are fun. Uh, Tyler O'Neill is down right now, so I got to see him a bunch. Um, he threw his bat at me and the people next to me today, but that was fine. He apologized, so it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, what else? The oh my gosh! I gotta ask him when he apologized. <laughs> did he say I'm so sorry? Eh? Um, I don't think he said that exactly. <laughs> Dang it! I know. He's Canadian, <laughs> eh? Eh? <laughs> but um, the usher who. I do love, um, he's a very nice man, but he was asking me about the Cardinals and like who I thought our untouchables were that like shouldn't be traded. And so I kind of named some people that we talked about last week. And then I said something about how I could see Kisner going somewhere. And he says to me, oh, you can see him going before Carreras? And I said, Sir, who is Carreras? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Carreras. Um, and also, yes. And also, <laughs> yes. So that was um, like oh a little gosh. are you okay moment in real life. But Do we it. think he is in one of the Facebook.com fan groups? He Because with that be. kind of name mix up, I feel like he has to be. He might be. That oh. is probably something that he read on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Dot com. Facebook.com. Yeah. So he was super nice, though. Love him. We're like best friends. We talked the whole game. But there was a few things he would say that really got me like that. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it was overall very fun. Um, Happy to be home for uh, five days before I come to Arizona. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I know. Um, But yeah, that was. That was most of my week. Yeah. Glad you got some baseball in, even though James is avoiding you. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So sad. I'm his biggest fan. Maybe only fan. (laughs) No. (laughs) Definitely not. You got three right here, James. It's mid-year review time for our Cardinals. The Redbirds went into the All-Star break with an embarrassing record of 38-52, and and in last place in the NL Central. The majority of the team had a nice four-day all-star break, while our sole representative at the Midsummer Classic, Nolan Arenado, made the trip to Seattle to represent the Cardinals. He did go 0 for 2 at the plate, but the National League did go on to defeat the American League for the first time since 2012. The Cardinals came back from the break to play three at home against the Nationals. The once- Unaffected by weather, St. Louis Cardinals had three rain delays in three days. Miles Michaelis was perfect through three innings on Friday night when the game was stopped with Paul Goldschmidt at the plate with a full count. Rain was inbound, but lightning was of the most concern to stop play. The game was ultimately postponed and moved to resume play in a split doubleheader Saturday. The Cardinals fell to the Nationals in Game 1 by a score of 5-7. to seven. Inclement weather pushed back the start of Game 2, but that didn't bother us. We went on to take a 9-6 victory. The Redbirds wrapped up the series with an 8-4 victory, winning their first series of the second half, 
but not without a rain delay in the seventh. We did have two defensive, great defensive saves from Alec Burleson and Jordan Walker in the outfield. Small ball scoring. They were team wins, and most notably, no one-run games. We look ahead to three games against the Marlins to wrap up this homestand before a very important four-game series against the Cubs at Wrigley. And then to Arizona for three. Call me delusional, but I think this is the start of a second-half turnaround. But either way, I'll have my butt in a seat at Chase Field for all three games, chanting loud and proud, let's go Cardinals! And maybe a good old Yachty chant for old time's sake. All right, so this is There Is Crying in Baseball. So every week we like to talk about the moments in and around baseball that made us cry, whether that's happy cry, sad cry, frustrated cry, cry laughing, all the different types of ways that you can cry. Uh, So with that being said, Rachel, what made you cry this week? Uh, My crying moment this week is actually crying, laughing tears. So during the All-Star break, I saw this video. uh, Players were asked, what is the one thing, like, what do you know the best? And so a lot of guys just said things like geography. You know, there's a lot of geography, so that's weird. But, you know, some people said things like TV shows or things like that. Um, And then Spencer Strider from the Braves comes up, and his answer was Thomas and Friends which is the TV, the cartoon TV show, Thomas the Tank Engine. And he said, it's not something I'm proud of. It just kind of happened. So um, then I started laughing at that one. I'm like, okay. So then Brent Rooker from the A's came up and he said Hmm. aliens. So I'm so curious to know more about that one. Uh, I, (laughs) one day he can come on the podcast and he can talk about all the aliens, all the things he knows about aliens. Um, my personal favorite, though, was Sonny Gray from the Twins. Um, he said mm. trees. And okay. so he then proceeded to list off 10 of his favorite trees. And he just <laughs> kept going. And the way the video was set up, so it would show, like, one guy saying geography. And then it showed Sonny Gray, and he said trees. And then it would move on to a different person. And then it would go back to Sonny Gray, and he would list off a tree. <laughs> And then it would move on, and it kept going back to Sunny Gray, and he kept naming different trees. It was literally like oh ten or fifteen gosh, of them. It was so funny. So I, when this episode comes out, I'm I'm gonna post the video on socials because it was really funny. It was definitely I missed that one. Somehow, definitely so, worth yes. watching. But I was just oh dying. Gosh. It's funny <laughs> that you said that they all know geography because literally today at the Redbirds game, they asked like all the players. They're like in between innings. They were, had video of them asking players where Memphis is. And I don't think a single person <laughs> got it right in the video oh my God. to the oh my point God. where the lady next to me was like, come on, guys. Like, as if they were, like, playing in that moment. She, like, said it in right. this way of, like, what is wrong with you? Oh, that's oh so it was funny. So they don't know geography, even though they literally spend half of the year in Memphis. They don't know where they that's are. Whole, yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's funny. Haley, oh. what was your crying moment this week? Other than James, um, my other crying moment was seeing Charlie Freeman reunite with Blooper. So whenever Freddie got traded, I remember seeing all these videos of, like, Charlie and Blooper, like, saying goodbye to each other and hugging. Oh, yeah. And so then to see them reunite at the All-Star game was the cutest thing in the world. It had me on the floor like in a puddle it was so precious so I definitely shed shed some tears over how cute that was 
Yeah. Charlie is Freddie Freeman's son, if anybody doesn't oh, know yeah. that. I assume everybody in the world knows who he is because right? he's so famous and so adorable. He is so he's famous. He's more famous than Freddie at this yes. point. Yes, really. absolutely. Like the when the Braves won the World Series, I'm like, I don't don't put a camera on anybody but Charlie Freeman. No, he's the it. only one I care about. Yeah, he's <laughs> the only one I want to watch. <laughs> So and I think it was last year's All Star Game, or maybe the year prior, where he like walked the red carpet with Freddie, and yeah. he had like a suit on yes. and like ice on his neck. I'm like, yes. oh, you're such a baller so already, cool. and you're like four, yeah, way cooler than I'll ever be. Yes. Way cooler than us. <laughs> yeah, I also missed that moment somehow. But you sent us the video, Haley, and I instantly started tearing up. And I, I don't care for the Braves that much, but like. Blooper is a fun personality, and Charlie so is funny. my favorite. And just watching so them, sweet. oh my yes. gosh, they're so like sweet. best friends, and they've been apart. I know. And just the way he was looking at him, like he's like, "Well, I know you're not real, but like, in Aww. I don't know who's inside this soup, but like, I missed you." Yeah, Aww. it was really cute. Yeah, yeah. what was your crying moment? Good moment. Uh, mine was also around the All Star game, so we're having an All Star episode. Um, mine was Elias Diaz winning MVP. So I did have to, to look into this a little bit and I did find an article that was called something like the five things you may not know about Elias Diaz. And I'm so sorry if I am pronouncing that wrong. I did try and find the correct pronunciation everywhere. Um, one of the things that it said was this might be the first time you've ever heard of him and they were correct. That was the first time I had ever heard of him. So I did have to go and do some research. He is from, Venezuela. He was drafted when he was like 15 or 16 by the Pirates. Um, he came up with them. He was non-tendered in, I think, 2019. And then picked up by the Rockies. He's having a pretty good year this year. He was like the um, single Rockies player to be selected. And we all know the, you know, I don't even know if it's a written rule or if it's an unwritten rule that every team has to have a player um, yeah, represented right. at the All-Star game. Okay, so he was their one singular uh, representative there. I think it said it was his first and only at-bat in the game, and he hit the uh, go-ahead home run, giving the National League the lead, and then they ultimately went on to win the game. He's 32 years old. This was his first time ever being at an All-Star game. And I've said before, like, I just I love the underdog. I really – I get the All-Star game doesn't really matter, but – something in that article was, or I did see a different article that was like, he's the worst player to ever win MVP. And it's usually bigger names. And I kind of like the idea that it's not a bigger player. I like that. It Me could too. be some underdog that wins an MVP. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, everyone knows, you know, Mike Trout's an MVP. Everyone knows Shohei Otani's an MVP. Yeah. Like give somebody else that accolade. And yeah, I don't, I didn't look into like his contract to see if he gets any type of bonus money for winning an all-star MVP title, but I'm sure there is something that comes with that. So that was just really moving. I liked Loved that storyline and, and reading more about him was really touching. Yeah, that's awesome. And the National League won for the first time in forever. They yes. never win. We're always embarrassed. So that was great. Yeah. Finally broke the streak. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, it was really great. So shout out Elias. All right, Rachel, the queen of rants. Are you ready to get into your rant of the week? Oh, yeah, let's do it. So I am getting a little bit tired of always ranting about Mo and company and what the Cardinals are doing wrong. So this week, I am going to switch it up and talk about something a little bit different. Uh, we do know, we all know that the trade deadline is coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it does mean that insane trade proposals are everywhere, like they are every single year. 
But in my eyes, there is one team that reigns supreme when it comes to delusional fans, and that is the New York Yankees. Maybe I'm seeing a different side of things this year just because the Cardinals have been so bad and it seems like literally everyone and their brother thinks that they're going to dismantle the entire team. But it seems to me like I cannot scroll on social media for longer than five minutes without coming across some absolutely absurd trade proposal, such as one that I heard the other day, Nolan Arenado for Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. Like, are you kidding me? These trade proposals are also coming from everywhere. I mean, Yankees fan accounts with tens of thousands of followers are running wild with all of them. Half of the time I read them and I think, I mean, this has to be satire, right? Like there's no way that this is real. This is clickbait. Uh, Then I go and I read the comments and literally every single one is just supporting the delusion. I have never seen anything like it. Uh, I legitimately read a tweet that said, if the Yankees can get Juan Soto, Nolan Arenado, and Shohei Otani at the deadline, I would consider that to be a successful offseason. Wow, yes, that sure would be a good offseason. Why wouldn't it? But why stop there, though? Why not throw Mike Trout into the mix? Tatis, Paul Goldschmidt, Mookie Betts. This is just a PSA for all Yankees fans and maybe all fans in general, because I know that there are a lot of people that do like to go a little bit crazy during this time. Uh, But 99.9% of the time, you cannot acquire top tier talent without giving up talent. Plain and simple. There obviously are some outliers. Shout out Nolan Arenado. But I, in general, that is how trades work. Both teams are going to make it worth their while. Please, please stop living in the past and thinking that the Yankees are God's gift to baseball. Other GMs do not exist simply to make the New York Yankees better. You are not going to acquire Juan Soto, Nolan Arenado, and Shohei Otani at the deadline. Please stop with the nonsense. Honestly, it just really, really makes you look like you don't know ball. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Sorry to pretty much alienate an entire fan base from listening to this podcast. But I had to get all of it off my chest without being too mean. I feel like it's kind of towed the line a little bit. But thank you for letting me rant. Thank you for ranting. I don't think it was harsh at all. And I don't think that we're alienating anybody from listening because I just don't think anybody that actively seeks out baseball media of any kind um, is that delusional. So those people I think are just kind of sitting in their little delusional holes in their grandma's basement. Just like, (laughs) let me get everybody in their mother on the New York. I mean, it's just been all over the place recently. Like, everywhere so I don't I yeah. don't know like I said I don't know if this happens every year and I just haven't noticed it but man it's yeah it's been tough to Nolan for- <laughs> no I've I've seen that narrative of Yankees fans every year so I think it's pretty standard yeah the Nolan for Donaldson thing made me laugh that was wild it's yeah. just insane yeah just insane like and, if you don't want him what makes you think that someone else is gonna want yeah. him? like well that's my thing too i know a lot of cardinals fans are that way too like yeah of course especially you know like when paul DeYoung was struggling really mm-hmm. bad they're like we should trade him for trey turner and i'm like if you think he's so bad what makes you think that we're gonna get trey turner in return yeah, like, like that's not how that works <laughs> it's never almost never just like a straight up across the board like here's our shortstop for your shortstop. It's like, let's move all these pieces around. So yeah, it's the same, you know, it's the same people that were really mad that we didn't get Juan Soto were the same people that didn't want to give up Dylan Carlson and didn't want to give up Tommy Edmund. and didn't want to give up, you know, the list goes on Mm -hmm. and on and on. Like you have to give up some of those people if you're going to get a big name. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had a tweet about something funny like that. Like, 
oh, here's this, you know, legendary talent in here. And in return, we're going to give you a bag of used baseballs. Like, <laughs> I saw that's that. really what a lot of these, like, yes. <laughs> these trade proposals are. It's just, it's so crazy. No, it's just insane. It just, I mean, you yeah. just look silly. Like, it's just silly. Yeah. I'm ready for the deadline to be here yeah. just to see what's going to happen. Like, I'm just anxious to see I know. what, if anything, is going to happen. And then we can I'm also just stop talking it. about it. Just like, yeah, I'm usually like look forward to the deadline just so I can stop hearing things about it. But my anxiety on things has gotten higher yeah. just with all the stuff with three catchers again. And now maybe Kisner <laughs> being gone. And everybody today was like, oh my gosh, this is the last Jack Flaherty start at home. And oh, this is his last start before <sighs> the deadline. And I'm like, I don't, I am not saying that I don't think that it's going to happen. I just don't really want it to happen. And even if it does, like it's still going to suck. It's still, you know, Miss Harrison Bader, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good return with Montgomery. Yeah. I can still say that it sucked, you know? And yeah, everything, all the discourse around it right now is just, yeah, it's, it's, it's making the anxiety high. It's going to suck. I love Jack Flaherty so much, so, so much. much. And I think it's a big mistake, but unfortunately yeah. I've accepted it, but yeah, I'm, yeah, we both. have no good pitching. So let's get rid of the only good pitching that we have to maybe get good pitching. Totally I, I don't fully understand the logic out there, but <laughs> they just should have know. re-signed him when they had the chance. And then it was absolutely, you know, got to the point where it's too late. So if he's not going to stay sure. here, then I don't know, but it just, it still makes me sad. I don't want him to go anywhere else, but yeah. So I am both excited for the deadline to be over. Like I want it to mm-hmm. be passed, but then I know something's going to break my heart. So we're just going to find out what it is. (laughs) All right, let's try this. Hey Siri, how many days until August 1st? It is 16 days until then. We've got 16 days, guys. All right, moving on. We're going to take a little stroll over to facebook.com. Check in with our friends over there. See what things they're up to this week. This week, we've got a lovely post from somebody, and we do need to give some context on it. This was posted on a Facebook.com fan page group uh, between the doubleheader games on Saturday. Um, If you are somehow not aware, St. Louis had a lot of storms in the area this weekend. We had uh, umpteen million rain delays. So Friday's game was moved to, it was postponed in the middle of the game, moved to split doubleheader on Saturday, started the rest of Friday's game Saturday in the early daytime. And then the second game was postponed from rain. um, And there was a rain delay starting the second half of the game. So this person, we're going to call her Tina. And Tina posted between the two games. This was before the Saturday game started. She says, not happy. In a suite, and it doesn't even have food yet. Paid a lot of dollar sign, too. Not happy at all. (laughs) So this was after an unexpected uh, doubleheader. This wasn't something that was planned for. It was something that had gotten pushed. And the game ended. They had to clear out the stadium. They had to reset everything. They had to let people back in. And then they had to get ready to start game two. And there were some commenters that said, I don't think it's usually there until like 45 minutes before the game time. It seemed like she was there probably pretty early in her suite. I don't know if she paid money for this suite or somebody else did. 
but still uh, just a little bit of patience and understanding goes a long way when dealing with unexpected things that come up like weather. Nobody can prepare for the weather. So I, I just got to know, are you okay? I don't think she's okay. She is not okay. <laughs> That's what we call entitled. <laughs> That's a, it is so crazy to me, though, how they have to reset everything in between a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they do it so fast, you know? Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Is there anywhere you can hide no. where they wouldn't find you to stay for both? Do they, like, go into the bathroom and, like, check every stall? Like, you know what I mean? I got I to gotta say I, I doubt it. Like, I that would take not. so yeah. long. I know. But then I how do people – how do they know if everyone Yeah, left? they might. Yeah. I don't know. They might. Interesting. That's a good Maybe question. Maybe I'll test it out one day. We should find out. Yeah. <laughs> we can just Go hide in the bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. You got to put your feet on the toilet yes. seat. 100. Yeah. And not have the door shut all the way so it looks like it's open and just make no noise. But unfortunately, with my knees, that would not be possible. So we have to rely on our young and Haley to get that uh, undercover yeah. mission uh, yeah. completed. Yeah. You let us know, Haley. <laughs> my foot's going to flip in the toilet it's gonna be bad <laughs> i can see it it's now it. <laughs> right It'll be something to talk about on the pot <laughs> sure would be content yeah. every week we answer a few of your questions that you send in um if you have any for us you can email them the link is in the show notes or you can send them on twitter or instagram this week we have a few um, we're going to go ahead and start with which active former Cardinal player do you miss the most? Rachel, who do you miss the most? So I have two different answers. Um, if we're just talking about what the Cardinals need right now, pitching wise, I'm going to say Zach Gallen, 100%. He has <laughs> been one of the best pitchers in the entire league. Uh, and oh, that dreadful Marcelo Zuna trade will come back to haunt us forever. So forever. definitely him. If I could have somebody back right now, it'd be him. Um, but my, I have an emotional answer as well. Mm. Uh, Matt Carpenter. I love him so much. I miss him so much. Obviously, I understand why he had to go. It, you know, it made sense and it was right for the team. But I still love him. I get emotional every time I've gone to a couple games when he has played the Cardinals in on mm. other teams and I get emotional yeah. every single time. I just love him. So love that Maddie C. Yes. Love Maddie C and his salsa. Yes. What about you, Sarah? Um, well, I feel like the obvious answer is Harrison Bader for me. Um, I'm known as a Harrison Bader lover, but to, to you know, dig a little deeper. I was going to say for the same thing, like you pitching reasons, Michael Waka, Michael Waka has been nice. doing okay too. So, and I just, I was nice. always a big fan of Michael Waka. I love him. Um, I had another one. Oh, Colton Wong. I love Colton Wong too. That's another emotional one is just, oh, I've always, yes. I've always I love loved Colton having also. Colton on our team. I love his little, you know, bright yellow pineapple shoes, everything about Colton. I love, and I love his wife too. And I do miss them yeah, a lot. So so. Sweet. Yeah. What about you, Haley? I was also going to say Michael Waka. I think I mentioned that in a previous mm-hmm. episode as well. That love him and that he's been doing so well the last couple of years. I feel like uh, just been a lot more consistent, and so I'd love to have him back. Um, but then my other obvious answer is Joe Kelly for emotional reasons. Oh yes, of course. I love him <laughs> so much. He just brought so much like fun to the team. I feel like he's chilled out a lot as far as like being mm-hmm. goofy. Um, but when he was with us, it was so much fun. Just all of his antics and 
things that he would do in the in the dugout and everything. Um, so I'd love to have. I think back. it helped having Shelby Miller yes. too. You know, them being yeah. best friends and in the same dugout. Sure. That was so sweet. Yeah. yeah. So I, I miss them. I miss him a lot too. I think I want to add one too that just came to mind. John Brevia mentioning fun. Okay. John Brevia yes. was so much fun. And like, I know it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with winning or losing, but like the fun little like social media videos and stuff, he was always just so dorky and I love <laughs> I everything about him. <laughs> He's so great. I miss him too. Yeah. So great. All right. I'll do the next one. The next question is, are you a fan of high sock Sundays? Rach, are you a fan? Oh, yes. I absolutely love it. I don't have too much to elaborate on here, but yes, I think it looks so nice. I like it. I wish everyone would do it. You know, there are mm-hmm. some people that choose to not. And so I think it would look really good if the whole entire team does it. But yes, love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. What about you, Haley? I like it too. A lot of my favorite players always wear their high socks as well. So I don't know. I think it's fun. I, there are some people though. I feel like it'd be so weird to see them with high socks. Like, Thinking of guys like mm-hmm. Dylan Carlson, where I'm just like, I don't know that we've seen him with high socks before. I haven't paid attention, but I'm like, you, he would just, yeah. it would not look right. So I think it's fun, but I'm also just thinking it'd be a little thrown off by some people if they did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? I like the high sock Sunday. I don't like high sock all the time. Um, I, I, I mean, I feel like I cannot picture Yachty or Molina with high socks on. I know he did it a few times, but it's just like, I feel like I just see him with the full pants and there's some people like, I don't know if this has always been a thing, but I think the picture was posted this year of Randall Gritchick in a high socks and they looked like founding father pants almost like it just looked really <laughs> weird. And so like you were saying, Haley, I think just some people can't pull it off and like, it just looks weird, like on different body types, maybe. They also um, probably need yeah, to get think- pants that fit right. I feel like if it looked yeah. bad. Founding right? fathers. Maybe he just needed some. It looked so weird. <laughs> a different size. If I can find the picture picture. again, I'll share it. But it was weird. Just picture like Paul Goldschmidt with high socks. Like I it can't. Just, no. Like no. Nolan just, Arenado. I can't picture it. It's just. I don't love. I don't that. know. So that's why I'm like, okay, if Gold, it's one yeah, day, Goldie's everybody the one does that it. Really gets me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess yes, yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah, one day a week, everybody get on board. It's fun, but. And then, you know, the rest of the time, do whatever you're comfortable in, which Paul Goldschmidt, please keep your pants down. <laughs> All the way down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God. <Clip> Canceled. It. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We're getting a little derailed. derailed. Okay. Third and final question. Favorite non-Cardinals uniforms. Sarah, we're going to start with you. Um, I've always been a big fan of the A's uniforms because green's my favorite color and I love the green on theirs. Um, I've also always really liked the Mariners jerseys. Um, and uh, I think that's probably it. The angels. I like theirs too. Just kind of classic. What about you, Haley? I think I really like the Braves uniforms, like their basic white ones that they wear. Um, I would say those are one of my favorites. I don't know why, but lately I like the Padres, which it's such a weird color combo, but I think it's just different than like all the rest of them. Just be like, there's so many Mm -hmm. red and Navy teams and there's a bunch of, I don't know. 
Haley, do you we not know remember you like your tan. intervention on yeah, we know the Padres? Oh. Tan, so. <laughs> oh, that's true too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, my intervention. Oh no! Yeah, you're turning into a Padres fan. You are now. turning Come into on. a Padres fan, Haley. I have reasons why. We gotta have. But we gotta have a second intervention. The first one didn't work. <laughs> I just like that they're different than everyone else. No, I, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, thank you, thank you. Everyone that. else is like red and blue and white. <laughs> I know. What about you, Rachel? Oh, sorry, we're no, we're not shaming you. <laughs> I feel you very like shaming, whatever uniform. But it's okay. You can like whatever uniform you want. Great, it's fine. thank you. No I shame. appreciate It's that. all out of love. Uh-huh. <laughs> I kid because I care. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, Rachel, what about okay, you? Okay, mine. Mine is the exact opposite. So I really like, I mentioned before when we were talking about our favorite City Connect jerseys, I like ne- the neon. So I like mm-hmm. the Marlins, the all black with the neon lettering, oh, neon logos. Right, right, um, right. So that's super uh, a super cute one for me. Um, I also like the Cincinnati, just the reds, the basic uh, with the script, just mm-hmm. the uh, white lettering. I think that is really nice yeah. too. Um, I like old school jerseys too, like the old mm-hmm. diamond back, like Randy Johnson. Days. That's what I was going to say. That, I yeah, love that, that the teal uh-huh. and purple. Yes. I love those. Yes. That is one of my all time favorites. Um, I like old the all the old Astros jerseys too, the one with the giant mm-hmm. star on it. Ooh, That's yeah. one of my okay. favorites. So. Yeah, yeah, but those aren't obviously current, but yeah. Yeah. Those are my good favorites. choices. Even the Padres, good choices. Thanks. Good choices all around. <laughs> all around. <laughs> all right. Before we wrap things up, we've got the rally drink of the week with our cocktail connoisseur, Haley. What do you got for us this week? All right. I'm bringing back a cocktail. It's very, very hot these days, so I am going to share my favorite summer cocktails. It's called a Bird of Paradise. Um, In this, I do one and a half ounces of rum, one ounce of Aperol, one ounce of pineapple juice, a half an ounce of lime juice, and then a quarter ounce of simple syrup. The Aperol is a little more bitter, so the pineapple Mm -hmm. really balances out. So it's not too sweet, but it's also not too bitter. Um, And it's just very refreshing and has a lot of my favorite summer flavors in it. Yeah, sounds really good. Sounds good. It's delicious. I'm all in for the summer refreshing flavors right now. Yes, it's miserable, so. It's so hot. And we're about to go to Arizona where it's much hotter. I can't wait. much hotter. (laughs) Bring your sunscreen. (laughs) I need it. Thank you. And then maybe you can make us all a drink, Haley. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yes, you have to. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of There Is Crying in Baseball. You can follow us on all social media at Crying Baseball like subscribe rate us five stars i know this is a five-star podcast tell your friends get us some more listeners uh we have new episodes coming out every wednesday and we cannot wait to cry with you then bye bye, bye.